0: Hi, everyone. Episode four for Darn IT Podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. My name is Darnley Gresson Jr., I am the chief technical architect of Darn IT Group, and I am your host for today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be a little different but still relevant to the main sort of mindset of this channel or this podcast, as you will. Back to school. When a parent or a child has to think about going back to school, I'm more or less speaking about the ones going into college and university. Now, there's a lot of things that come into play when it comes to that, but I want to specifically talk about the wireless network. Fun fact, did you know that as of twenty nineteen, there's over four hundred million with an M, million Wi-Fi networks all over the world. So what does that mean? Well, basically it means that there's lots of wireless networks out there and there's and it's growing for that matter and it all shows that a lot of us are now using wireless networks for mobile devices like phones, tablets, laptops, etc. And as we are moving towards a wireless world, you're going to find more of these networks continuing to get erected. But in terms of that, when it comes to going back to school, what I learn is a lot of parents and and kids don't really know what exactly to do in order to become cyber aware but also to be cyber secure because think about this way any network that you install in someone's dorm or rental unit or whatever there is going to be a point in time where where that network would be utilized against the individual and coming to networks in terms of students you know, one would think, okay, well, there's really nothing that important on there that could be relevant, but that's not what I'm talking about. I want to talk about the things you can do in terms of protecting your network and, you know, just highlight the importance of even being cyber aware for your kids going to college or university that will require their own wireless network. Either that be provided by, the internet service provider or by yourself. Now touching on that quickly, I want I really want to point this out is regardless of what route you go down, if you use the network that the internet service provider gives you, or you provide your own router personally, I would highly suggest that you buy a third party router for whatever you do. And this implies for people who have home networks. And this also applies for students in regards to this podcast. So, I would highly recommend it because it comes down to the vast majority of the uh, internet service providers, the ISPs, not providing you with the latest and greatest equipment. Um, Their job is really just to give you the service, not necessarily the network experience or security. So I've seen some internet service providers that give modems and modem, modem router combinations that don't have the latest security and really there's not a lot that the user could do in order to secure the network. So let's quickly talk about what is a home network uh, and essentially how to enhance your home network um, with security or and as well as your children's network with security Um, because you know when you, you we get a wireless router and you set it up at work or at home sorry really at the end of it you just get connected to the internet and you're happy, right? You don't think beyond that. Um, you know, as long as everything's set up, everything's good. Well, what many of you may not realize is the internet router is the most important devices in our home. It's basically the gateway to internet access, but it's also prone to exploits by cyber criminals who can sneak onto our devices and get access to our systems. Now, you think how reliant we are in terms of our technological devices and and what we do on those devices, you will you will forget very quickly about the fact that today we live in the age of data breaches, ransomware attacks, and many various other online threats. So essentially, this should not only apply to businesses, you should be worried about the security of your home network and essentially take every action you can to increase your Wi-Fi security. Now, the first measure people will come to me and say, well, um, you know, I set up a password, I set this up so my neighbors or somebody won't take you know, access to my, to my network. Um, but I always say to people, you need to take a bit more seriousness out of this whole situation um, because a risk, basically a risk could be an online criminal that may exploit your poor Wi-Fi security measures and basically listen to the traffic coming to and from that router, and they can at least take advantage of your network to to deploy various different types of malicious attacks, such as man in the middle attacks, network sniffing, and data theft. Now, um, essentially speaking, Wi-Fi networks are not always secure. Um, Wi-Fi in itself comes with this inherent security issues and I want to remind you about the the crack vulnerability which was found in the wireless protected access two, the WPA2 protocol which essentially affected all devices across the world no matter what vendor you're with um, via the Wi-Fi so for this reason learning how to secure your wireless network against criminals is a wise and smart move. Given the fact that Internet of Things, IOT devices, such as like thermostats, light modules, fans, humidifiers, robots, or vacuum robots, etc., all these things that we connect to our networks, you have to make sure your network is extra safe so that um, devices will not be compromised in the future. And understand that these cyber criminals will look for these holes in your security in order to utilize the resources they have at hand. So taking care of your cybersecurity can be a tedious, but it is nowadays a necessary task for you to utilize. So the first step here is to change the name of your your default home network. Um, so you may hear things about Wi-Fi network or SSID, which is called service Set identifier, What this is essentially is the name of your wireless network. So you will be able to identify that it's your network and connect to it. Now, I've seen things that say uh, unhackable or something provocative that would allow people or or desire some attacker or intruders to try to jeopardize that. Um, Really, and also don't call it your name. Don't call it your first and last name. Don't call it you know, your maiden name or whatever because it's just kind of silly that you are displaying that information and every single person on the wireless device will be able to see it. So the best thing for you to do is to change the Wi-Fi's default name so it makes it that much more difficult for hackers to know what kind of modem it is. Because, you know, literally I go to any neighborhood and flip on my wireless and take a look at all the Rogers customers, the Bell customers, Kojiko net customers, any other internet service provider, Um, provided wireless networks just because of the standard name form, it it just it just blows my mind. So changing changing your wireless network's name to something a bit more creative. Like if you're not a creative person, ask someone for help. But don't call it like Darnley's Wi-Fi or Mary's Wi-Fi or, you know, Mary's home or nine five five, you know, Mary's house. Like something, something something in regards to that. Like just do not disclose personal information, because you may indeed expose yourself to identity theft. Um, Make sure you set a strong and unique password to secure your wireless network. So don't use any other password you you use today. Make it completely sophisticated. And the second you pull that device out of its box, you must change the password to secure your network and make it strong. So use uppercase, lowercase. Numerals and special characters like exclamation mark and that sign to make that password as complicated as as possible and the wireless password should be at least twenty characters long and mix it up you know keep that storage somewhere and if you don't you won't remember it or make it familiar to like a certain phrase so you let's say for complete example, you want to call it apple uh, a p p l e you'd use. Um, The at sign, PP, the number one, E, right? And E, you can make a three as well, for example, right? So do something like that so that you basically won't allow other people to gain access to your Wi-Fi networks to do something malicious or just to leech your your internet connection. Next step here is to increase your Wi-Fi security by activating network encryption. Now, WPA2... um, really is a security protocol and it's, it's a standard in today's industry uh, which basically encrypts traffic on Wi-Fi networks. Um, it basically replaced the old, I don't know, it's WEP, you know, Wired Equivalent Privacy or or the original WPA1. Um, but essentially as of 20, sorry, 2006, um, all Wi-Fi products use WPA2 security. Um, but, you know, there's there's different ways to enforce encryption but it's always a great idea that you utilize wpa2 now keep in mind wpa3 is already here and it will launch it launched that next generation wireless standard um very soon i don't remember the specific data off the top of my head here but it will be coming out very soon um which will use you know different users and service providers will be will be able to get access to this um, step. The next step here is to turn off wireless home network when you're not at home. Now, this seems kind of silly, but when it comes to disabling your wireless home network, especially when you're gone on vacation for you know a few weeks or a month or whatever the case may be, um, essentially disconnecting your devices is a great option because. You know, let's say, for example, if you're running Windows operating system, um, there may be a zero-day vulnerability that comes out in which you na- may not be able to completely uh, fix or patch your machine right away. Um, but it also doesn't give hackers or attackers an opportunity to exploit your devices while you're away. Um, the few advantages are for uh, to do this is for security reasons. Um, like I said, it minimizes your chances for uh, being targeted for hackers. Um Surge protection in case there's like a thunderstorm, etc. It won't damage your devices. And for noise reduction, um, basically, so it can reduce the amount of uh, electrical noise in your home. Next step is not a lot of people think about this is where the lo- the router is located in your house. So or in the location um, where you place your Wi-Fi is very important on how you factor security. Um, I always say place your router always closest to the middle of your house or location at possible um, because you want to give equal access through the Wi-Fi spread. Um, but you also don't want your, your wireless network to leach outside. So let's say, for example, if you have it by your window or um, in a different side of your house, you don't want it to be intercepted by malicious people. You want to keep it nice and centralized so that you can manage the Wi-Fi strength in your house because that's best practice. Uh, the next step would be to use a strong uh, network administrator password to increase your Wi-Fi security. So when you set up a wireless router, you usually need to access an online platform or site where you can make several changes to your network settings. So a lot of these routers come with um, web accessible things. If you need to access your, your network or you have kids, you want to you know, change something, you are able to access your home router um, remotely, or if you're more security savvy or technical savvy, you want to keep an eye on your your kids' networks, or if they're off in college, basically you'd be able to access that from from a remote. But what you should do is change the default credentials. So typically speaking, most routers come with a default credentials like admin and password which is very easy. It takes hackers like less than 30 seconds to find and make a model of your computer and uh, make a model of your router, sorry, and basically throw various default credentials at it because most of the time people don't bother to change it. Um, so try to change it something more sophisticated. You want to change the login to something more complex and obviously the password more complex. It's over 20 characters long. That will be great practice. Um, another good step is to change your default IP address. Most routers, you're able to change the default IP address to something else. So, typically speaking, you're looking at 192.168.1.1 or or 192.168.0.1. Typically speaking, if you go to like network LAN settings on the router, you'd be able to change a new address, a new IP address for your for your router. Um, another good step is, and I find this very helpful as well, is turn off the DHCP functionality. So what that means is, what DHCP means a Dynamic Host Configuration Protocol, um, which allows your, com- your, your router to dish out IP addresses to all new devices connected to your network. So really, I would say assign all the IP addresses to all the known co- the computers, laptops, tablets, phones on your network. And then turn that off so in case someone tries to access your network and say they may have an IP address or they may have the credentials, they won't get assigned an IP address. Therefore, they won't be able to access any resources on your network. Uh, If the next step is to to disable remote access, a lot of routers can be accessed through remote, like I mentioned earlier. But if there's no need to get remote access to that router, make sure that's shut down and remove that from your router's privacy settings Uh, it's usually labeled under like a remote access or remote administration. A next step is always keep your software up to date. Um, this is probably a no brainer, but a lot of people forget that as like computers, they always need to be updated. Routers too, will also need to update their firmware. Um, some routers don't come with auto update functionalities. Most of them are now coming out with that, but some of the older ones do not have the auto update functionality. So Basically, it requires you to switch on that setting most of the time. And I would highly suggest that because if you neglect doing that, you're literally leaving the doors open for cyber criminals to exploit your your, um, infrastructure device. And the next step would be firewalls. Um, Firewalls are not just meant for end users on for computers or devices is also meant for. Uh, routers. Um, most routers, not all of them, but most of them have a built-in firewall, um, which is essentially another layer of protection. Now, keep in mind they're not all the greatest, to be honest with you. But essentially, flipping that on will add another layer of protection, you know, for you. And sometimes installing a good firewall on the edge of your network is also great. Either that be an open source or a, a smaller firewall. will just add that level of protection, which are now becoming very affordable and easier to deploy. Um, you know, the last step here is that I, I wanted to say before I go is enhance protection for the devices that are most frequently connected to your home network. Um, just don't leave any exposed devices so online criminals can come after you and pick on you. Um, you really need to increase your protection and make sure you don't have any security holes that can be exploited by online criminals. And for someone going to school, you're not thinking about that. You're It's not top of your mind, but these things are very, essentially you can essentially just deploy it and not have to worry about it for a little while. So this, what, what we recommend for you to do is, you know, Keep your devices up to date with the most recent software. Install the latest security patches and firmware. Um, you know, check the devices that you connect most often. Make sure they have a proper security software installed and that you have the firewall installed. Um, and then have the multi-layers layered of protection. When you have at least some of these things I recommended in place, what you are doing is essentially protecting yourself and protecting your children against cyber threats. You know, this secure home home network security, either for your children or for yourself, should be top of mind. Um, That keeps your data safe and secure. Um, These steps are very useful for even non-tech people because these things can be applied today. These things can be applied to everybody in every sort of router that you have. Either that be one provided by your internet service provider or one that you provided yourself. Um, You know, wireless security can be weak uh, and can be prone to exploits, but it doesn't matter how strong your password is or if your software's up to date, um, if cyber criminals can just plain out hack your Wi-Fi data. So this is why you need to keep an eye out for insecure firewalls, or sorry, insecure routers, sorry, but also make sure you have the latest and greatest router. So if your router is over four years old, five years old, it's time to update and upgrade to something more advanced so that you get better Wi-Fi coverage, but then you can also have access to better security. And if you are using the internet service provider's modem router combination then maybe it's time to think about updating that that router to a third party and connecting it via a bridge to connect to your devices so that you have that extra layer of security then you'll be able to manage your network properly thanks so much for listening to this episode of darn it podcast i am your host and extraordinaire darnley gresson jr chief technical architect of darn it group Please click follow or subscribe if you want to hear more of these great podcasts as they come up. Thanks, everyone. Safe computing. Bye-bye.